Hey guys, welcome to the Touchdown Table podcast. We've got a lot of fun topics to talk about this week. Eight lucky teams are still alive for the Super Bowl, while many others are on their off-season to-do list. So Tyler, tell us what we're talking about first. Hold on, it's not lucky, it's skill. Well, yes, you know what I mean. <laughs> Just had to throw in that jab on you early, Ryan. All right, so as usual, we've got a filled schedule for today's podcast. We're going to talk about some somewhat recent news um, that came out. We also have a video that will be coming out on Friday talking about this, but we're going to start with... Um, Doug Peterson being out in Philadelphia. Then we're going to get to he, some He's draft. not injured. He's like, he's out. No, he's yeah. fired. He's gone. He's fired. He's, he's not, been he's, fired. He's not in the COVID list. or he's he's gone. He doesn't have a hammy or or a, an ankle. In, His an trophy ankle. will ever remain, though. I yeah. say. Mm-hmm. Um, then we're going to talk about some draft stuff, and, of course, we'll get into the playoffs um, from what we saw in the wild, Super Wild Card Weekend and heading into the divisional round, and then the national championship game as well. So that's our docket. Let's start with Doug Peterson. Being fired. What are your guys' immediate thoughts? Was this the right decision to fire him? Um, well, it's very hard to tell what was going on there in Philadelphia at that time because it seemed like it was Doug Doug Peterson's decision to tank that game if that is what they were deciding to do. But then, like, did the upper management tell him to do that, or did he do it like by himself, thinking that it would not cost him anything? It's very hard to figure out what happened in this situation. But that Eagles team. Uh, and he's an offensive-minded coach. That offense really struggled this year. Carson Wentz did not play good. Of course, the receivers were down, but it was not good. Uh, he had Travis Fulgham. Yeah, for a little bit. That was true. And then he kind of fell off the face of the earth as well. Uh, and then really, Miles Sanders was the only one putting up some production on that offense. So um, I don't hate what, what Doug Peterson had did there, but he definitely had made some questionable decisions, not this, just this year, but throughout his career. And it was a tough year for Eagles uh, and Philadelphia fans. Even though they can be obnoxious, they do love their football. And so uh, I think after this year and after that last game, maybe some bitter feelings went into it. And I do think that at the end of the day, it could be the right decision for this team. Well, it's just it's a fascinating situation because, you know, the Eagles' regular season ended, you know, a while ago in Week 17. And, you know, th- this happened kind of late compared to, you know, when other teams, you know, fired their coaches. You know, this one took a while. He had some meetings with, um, you know, the, the ownership in Philadelphia. And, you know, you, you would have figured that if it was going to happen, what it happened, it would have uh, occurred quicker. But that wasn't the case. And, you know, the thing going around was that uh, the relationship between Coach Peterson and Carson Wentz was, you know, broken beyond repair. So, the you know kind of takeaway from this and what and many other people have said this as well is that getting rid of Doug Peterson increases the chance of Carson Wentz staying in Philadelphia. There's been a lot of talk about a trade with him or finding some way to get rid of him, but I believe and I think a lot of other people believe that getting rid of Peterson increases Wentz's chance of staying in Philadelphia. Maybe it was one or the other. You keep Wentz or you keep Peterson because that relationship was factor was fractured and the way the season ended. You know maybe the quote tanking played a part in it, but you almost feel like if he did do that, it would have been with a request from the upper management, probably. Um, because if not, then he's just asking to get fired, I feel like. But <laughs> it is an interesting situation, kind of bizarre um, how long it took, you know, because, you know, like, what are we, you know, we're now a week and a half, pretty much, after the uh, end of the regular season. So this one uh, took a little longer than expected because, you know, it didn't happen on Black Monday, but uh, the decision uh, was one that they made, but we'll see if it's the right one uh, in hindsight. Yeah, and I have an interesting theory on that. Um, I know we love theories here at the table. We do. At uh, this podcast. Uh, but, Ryan, you mentioned how Doug Peterson probably, you would think, got uh, um, the word from upper management to tank. Um, I think we all know that was basically the case in that last game, which would make sense. But while tanking and your players don't know this is going to happen, Jalen Hurts looked blindsided that he was taken out of the game. I mean, you lose a locker room in that situation if you're tanking in your final game of the season. There's guys like Zach Ertz. And um, maybe even Carson Wentz, who we could see playing there, you know, being their final time stepping onto the field, Jason even Kelsey. if Carson Wentz wasn't dressed in Philadelphia. And yeah. these guys want to win. And if you lose the locker room like that, um, that that could be a result of firing. That could be why it took so long. Maybe the players had some um, reactions to that. I sure would if I was playing for um, yeah. those Eagles in that Week 17 game, especially with the chance to take out a divisional opponent, get them out of the playoffs. I mean, that, that's just my theory on it. But I don't know. I mean, 4-11, and 11, they, I know they won a Super Bowl a couple years ago, but ever since that, they really haven't been that good. Yeah. And it just shows how short the leash of a head coach in the NFL really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at the same time, like, that team was devastated by so many injuries, like, they couldn't have played good. Like, they tried. They signed, like, three practice squad receivers for, like, 
a couple games, and then they started playing well. Travis Fulgham stepped up. I can't remember the other names of the receivers, but um, <laughs> yeah, there, there was a decent like it was a weird switch of guys. Yeah. Deshaun Jackson was in and out. Elshon Jeffrey was like there for a mostly few games. out, but yeah, uh, yeah. There were some other guys that I can't remember either. But yeah. if I heard their name, I'd be like, "Yep, yeah, that's no." Him. But at the same time, it's just like I feel like the Doug Peterson firing should have happened. I think last year, because it was. At this point, it was uh, a matter of not if, but when, I feel like. And especially with, like, uh, the chances of uh, Carson Wentz um, leaving, especially with the rumors this year that he might be rumored to go to the Bears, to the Colts, to a bunch of other teams. Um, I just don't see Carson Wentz. Even though Doug Peterson is gone, like gone, gone, I, I don't think that, um, I don't think that, I don't know. It would be hard for the Eagles to offload Wentz's huge salary because he's on the books for $100 million, I think, over the next three or four years. Yeah, and no and one's going to want to trade exactly. uh, for him with the contract that yeah. he has. Yeah. The Eagles would have to agree to shed a lot of that you know, yeah. cap that's attached to him. And the thing is, you can't really restructure that contract because I think that $100 million is guaranteed. Oh. So, um, and what's also kind of tough is the Eagles can't really do a rebuild because they are the second, how do I say this correctly? I saw this on the Pat McAfee show. McAfee. McAfee, whatever. Thank you. <laughs> They're $51 million over the cap. That's so, a problem. And it is interesting <laughs> yeah, think, to bring up, by the way, that with the NFL not bringing as much revenue in this year, the cap might even go down, too. So that's something that's been discussed. Yeah. So. And a whole, a whole other point is no cap. that... No cap. Um, <laughs> That with Howie Roseman, who's their general manager, in case you didn't know, he's the one controlling all of this stuff. Um, so, what's, I don't know what's so funny here. No, no. But, um, You're good. But um, he's controlling everything, and it hasn't gone well. I mean, he drafted Carson Wentz, I believe. I think he was there for that draft. I Honestly, I'm not sure. I mean, can you do an impression of him? Um, I could try. It's I've not, heard you try to do it before. That's why, yeah. Oh God. It's like a really high voice, kind of like this. He uh, he talks. I mean, that sounds more like Sean McVay. It is kind of like Sean McVay. <laughs> no, Sean McVay's more oh, like this. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, John Wolford was back with us in the locker room. Oh, but, but the fact of the matter is, um, you look at the receiver position, that's clearly that's where funny. they lack the most. He's had chances to draft good receivers and miss time and time again. He's had chances to get better defensive players and cornerbacks, and they made that move for Darius Slay. Um, that really didn't turn out so great, I don't think, no. based on what I've seen. So there's been some mistakes from uh, Howie Roseman himself. And um, I don't know, I thought maybe he would be the one to go. But I don't live in Philly. Maybe they feel differently in Philly. I don't think they uh, do, From, from um, the reaction I've seen of some Eagles fans, yeah. uh, I yeah. definitely think <laughs> they would agree with what I'm saying, yeah. um, saying that he should be gone uh, soon. Yeah. And another uh, interesting topic, I guess, to bring up is I want to go back to uh, former head coaches that came from the Andy Reid tree, that being Doug Peterson and right now uh, Coach Matt Nagy with the Bears. There might be some other ones I'm missing. And it seems like that Eric Bieniemy, who's the offensive coordinator of the, the Chiefs right now, he's probably going to be getting a, a coaching job, a head coaching job uh, somewhere probably next year. So uh, with seeing the success that Peterson and Nagy had, does that tarnish his reputation? Uh, because they both had one good year, right? The Bears, yeah. uh, that year that they lost to... The Eagles actually in the in that playoff game, they looked like they could have made a Super Bowl run if their if their offense was a little bit better. And then the Eagles obviously went and went and won the Super Bowl. Um, so it's just an interesting question. Does seeing that those those two guys were sort of I guess you could say one year wonders, does that tarnish the record of Eric Bieniemy? Because it kind of leaves me with the question of in Kansas City, we know that offense is so good, that scheme is so good. But who really is it? Is it the offensive coordinators? Is it Andy Reid, who's just really a big part of it? Because when you're watching the game, you see them both calling plays. You can't tell who's the lead dog, so that's why it's kind of uh, frustrating to try to figure that out. Uh, but I was just wondering, do you guys think that it affects Eric Bieniemy in any way? Yeah, it, it does. Um, you know, it's not something where you say those guys failed before him, so he's definitely going to fail. But it's something that you're taking into account for a head coach probably signing to him at least four years um, or three. I don't know what how head coach contracts go, but well, you're right. I mean, John Gruden's making well, ten, yeah, that's, 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 that's a weird one. That's a whole different ten years, hundred million years, dollars. Yeah. That one's insane. Um, they they cannot afford to fire him after <laughs> all that. I mean, I don't think he should be fired anyway. But let's go back to this. Um, with Eric Bieniemy, I think 
you know, he's a separate person in this offense, has um, evolved as, you know, Patrick Mahomes has gotten there. He's learned uh, more about these types of offenses. Um, so it's something to take into account, but it's not a deal breaker to say, oh, the guys before him failed, so he's going to fail too. You got to take a chance on these guys and, you know, uh, just – I think the enemy will be one of the higher targeted ones, even though the Texans, um, did they look at him? Did yes, they we, we actually we, we put it in a request, but now I think we have to wait till after the, their season's over. They're so. just trying to appease Watson. That's oh. what I was like. Do, are they general? <laughs> well, maybe, maybe you know, the new GM, Nick Casario, now, maybe, now that he's got a chance to settle it, maybe he does actually genuinely have interest in the enemy, or maybe it's just, you know, uh, trying to win Watson back, if you will. And well, now that we're on yeah, that, let's, let's just... There. Keep rolling with it, the Sean Watson situation, because that has been a spicy topic in the NFL a bit recently. Spicy. It's, it Ooh. has been spicy. It goes hot. Yeah, sure. We can go with a ghost pepper if you want. Um, no so, Carolina Reaper? You know, mm, that's even has spicier. it been that spicy just yet? Mm, I don't know. Not yet. Mm. He, he hasn't asked for the trade yet, so we haven't reached the ghost pepper level. No, we have reached the ghost pepper. We have not reached the Carolina Reaper. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. My bad. Anyway, so Ryan is. So would you say we're on habanero? Habanero. <laughs> we already established we're on ghost pepper level spice <laughs> with this Watson situation. I don't know. I might jump back to habanero actually. Okay. Brandon, you got a good point there. Yeah. Anyways, Ryan is our <laughs> he's our Texans guy. He's a Texans fan. He knows a lot about this situation. So I'll briefly cover it, and I'm let, I'll let him run on it. But basically, if you don't know what's happening uh, in Houston right now, they hired a GM, Nick Casario. Um, and Watson wanted a say in that. He did not have a say in it. So with that, Ryan will cover more in details on what I just said. Ryan, go. Well, yeah, you were you were on the right track, obviously. I mean, you know the situation yeah. as well. So just kind of, you know, building off of what you said. Uh, supposedly, this all started from a couple of things. One, you mentioned the hiring of the GM process. You know, supposedly Cal McNair and that ownership, you know, told Watson, you know, we're going to value your feedback. You know, we're, we're going to meet with you. And you're going to be a part of this process. And apparently that didn't happen, so that's one thing. And then also, supposedly, Nick Casario, I mean, look, he, he's his own person. I'm going to judge him based on the actions he makes and, you know, the draft picks he makes, the signing he makes, the, the coaching decision he makes. He's his own person. You know, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, approaching him with an open mind. I have nothing against him. But the Texans, if you want to wear, hired a search firm of many well-respected football minds to help them find this GM. And they didn't even listen to them. So what what I think happened is they listened to who exactly the search firm. Okay, the search firm didn't yeah. pick Casario. But if you're not going to listen to the search, if you're not going to you know l- listen to the search firm and just hire Jack Easterby's buddy from New England, why do you get a search firm? Or why is you know your decision making just based on this you know oligarchy of ownership? Because they got an from? owner pretty fast too. They could have waited. It's not like they needed him you directly. Mean a, you right? mean a GM? A GM? Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, and it just happened so fast. Like it was like they were interviewing these candidates, and then all of a sudden, oh, they're interviewing Casario. Oh, the interview went really well. Always oh, hired. And it's just like okay, something's not right. And I don't want to take too much time. But what I'll say is this. I think that there's something going on where Jack Easterby up there in Houston, he felt that, you know, because of, you know, the oh, tension man. up there, he felt that because of, you know, the, the, the fan base's negative perception of him and, you know, hashtag fire Easterby has been trending on Twitter because of that. You're on um, Twitter? What? I don't know you're on No, no, no. I just, I've seen oh, that okay. it is trending. I'm yeah. not on Twitter, but I've <laughs> seen, you know, I just, I've actually seen on Instagram screenshots of, you know, the, the yeah, fact yeah. that it's trending, but no, I'm not on Twitter. But anyway, that's besides the point. The issue is that supposedly, you know, uh, they were actually trying to, or uh, leaning towards hiring a, a guy from the Steelers. I think his name was Omar Khan. I'm not sure what his role was in that organization, but that was one of the guys the search firm, you know, pro- like presented as this is a good candidate. The other one was Lewis Riddick. And, you know, apparently they were working on those two. Then all of a sudden, you know, Jack Easterby. What? I think Lewis Riddick would have been cool. No, I think, yeah, again, like, but, I mean, yeah. We, yeah, I think he would have been cool too, but like, um, I mean, he's cool already, but he would have been a cool yeah. GM. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, uh, I think that what happened was uh, Jack used to be felt like that the new GM was going to decrease his role or possibly get rid of him because of the bad perception, the bad rap he has, the questionable decisions. Because prior to Houston, he didn't have any experience in personnel decisions. Like, why does he have so much authority? He's just like, he, he kind of like hijacked the system. So I think what happened, he feared for his job that the new GM would fire him unless it was his Patriots buddy from New England where he previously was. So he convinced Cal McNair last second to pivot to Nick Casario. That's what they did. We'll see if Nick Casario is a good, you know, candidate in time. I mean, like I said, you know, he's his own person, but, you know, we'll see what happens. But that's my spiel on it. But it truly is a mess. 
Yeah, and at, and it starts at the top with Kel McNair, you know, allowing all mm-hmm. these things. That's yeah. true. I mean, not but to right. mention he looks like Super Mario if he was sixty years old. Mm-hmm. Just take a look. Does that look? Does that look accurate? <laughs> well, <laughs> let me look at a guy. I mean, I've seen him, but I can see that maybe. We're looking you know? at the Texas owner right now. Oh, yeah, Cal okay. McNair, yeah. and he Cal. he inherited um, the team from his dad, Bob McNair, I believe. Yes. So it's kind of like, you know, if you're inheriting it. Like, are you? You're clearly not gonna care about as much as the people that are buying the team. He's just part yeah. of the family. So it starts with that, and you just gotta treat Watson better. I mean, personally, I don't think that the quarterback should have a say in who the GM is, but what they tell him, they should yeah. follow through on. Well, but he's well, basically the high coach drama too. Yeah, he's yes. basically the franchise at that point. Honestly, yeah, he is. Because I mean, you already got rid of D Hop, and JJ Watt's not really yeah. a star anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. just like who and, else? And then is Hopkins to be that and um, who else? Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson. I was just, oh, I was yeah. just gonna bring that. Former, and then Arian Foster chimed in. These are former players that are chiming in. That's how bad it is. Like they, they're not even. It's not even their problem anymore. But they're still. You know, saying this stuff and, and no filter either. Like, there's some not nice things. I, would, like, I mean, it's just a if Hopkins came out point. and said it first, I wouldn't have been surprised. But I was surprised that Andre yeah. Johnson did because I didn't know if he had a problem with the well, Texans. Hopkins Obviously replied to Andre did. Johnson. I know, yeah, yeah. that's what yeah. I was saying because Andre Johnson was the one who kind of started it. Yeah, I never knew they had that bad blood. I wasn't as big as a football fan when he was playing, so maybe that's why. Um, but it was just it, that kind of surprised me, and that that whole thread was very, very interesting, and really shows you where the Texans organization is right now. Yeah, I, I honestly think I could run them better than the people running it right now. As a as a 16-year-old junior in high school, I really do think I could. Right, at, well, least, at least from a football standpoint. Me and you, Ryan, we'll have our film sessions together, <laughs> and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll run the Texans. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, so that's basically the whole situation. I'm sure you guys have heard a lot about it. It's been um, big news. You know, where is Watson going to get traded yeah. to? Where is he going to go? Ryan, I do want to ask you one last thing before we move on to our next thing. I've been asking you this throughout the week, but what percentage do you think um, – that Watson actually does end up getting traded. Traded or leaving? Well, well he's not going to cut him. Yeah, uh, if okay. he leaves, it'll be by trade. I, just because we haven't really heard anything definitive from him, I'm going to go... If, if he was like, if he was like he, I'll yeah. be on the team, he would have A lot of it's speculation at this point. Because you don't have a lot of definitive stuff. Different right. people are saying that's different how, things. That's how it always is. Yeah, and that's how it always is. And because we're still in that stage of it where we don't really have a lot of clear, you know, clear-cut, you know, stuff. They're still getting their new ownership, the new GM, the coaching process. I'm going to say 20%. I was going to say 10. Okay. I'm not too worried yet. Obviously, this is a situation that, you know, changes day by day. And, you know, I have a, I have a tab open on my phone that just says Texans. I refresh it several times a day, just see the news. But I'm especially doing that, you know, twice as often as I normally do now because, obviously, I do want to monitor the situation. But there's just so many different things and, like, this organization is a mess right now, but I just don't know if it's that much of a mess where they have to trade Watson. Very well could be, but, I mean, we'll see. So I say right now, it's definitely, you know, catches your eye. It's definitely a little unsettling, but I'm not overly worried yet, but that could change, you know, literally daily. So I say 20%. What do you think are the chances that he sits out next season? Because there's been reports of that, too. Well, I feel like if, you, if he was going to say, like, I'm not playing for the Texans, then they'll have to trade him. Because I don't think, if he sits out, I don't think he'd stop playing football. He might, he might hold out. Yeah, that's I mean, what I'm I don't not. know what holding out would do in the yeah. situation. He's not trying to get a new contract. Yeah, he literally just got paid. Yeah. So, maybe so. Me, maybe holding out just... I mean, if you wanted to hold out, you could just tell him to put you on the trade. Yeah, or yeah, say, like, I'm not putting on this uniform again. Trade me. So then they'll say, well, if you're never going to play for us again, we might as well get something for you. Which, by the way, that would require a boatload of picks. Yes. Well, uh, do you th- have you seen the report of... Yeah, from the Dolphins. Yeah, that's an interesting. It was Tua, all three first round picks, and then a second rounder. Or no, it's day two picks. Yeah, they don't have three first round picks this year. I thought they do. Three, eighteen. They have. They have have the Texans, and then they have their picks. They have three and eighteen. They hit three last year. Yes, they did. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. All right, um, let's talk about more coaching stuff here, um, because there's some vacancies that need to be filled. We talk about Doug Peterson. There's been a couple other ones that we've talked about on this channel before early on in the season. We saw guys like uh, Dan Lynn. Quinn get fired, but Anthony Lynn, guys like that getting that fired now, surprising. Doug Marone. That one was a... I wasn't completely shocked because they had talked about it. I yeah. just don't think it was necessary. But it's just like you really you have a really... You had a decent rookie close. quarterback, yeah. and he performed well, but... Yes. But to me, there's there's a couple of good um, coaching candidates out there. I mean, people are going to talk about Eric Bieniemy. Uh, my personal favorite is Brian Dable, um, just because Bills offensive coordinator. yeah the Bills offensive coordinator just because he's been able to create a whole different 
offense for this team. A and different Josh Allen. Uh, yeah, and he's created what Josh Allen is this year. Uh, I think next year he's got potential to be have MVP numbers, but I don't know what's going to make the yeah, difference if Dable wasn't there. I, I assume he's going to get a job um, somewhere. He should. And uh, if the Bears ended up firing Nagy, which I don't think they will at this point, but that nothing is confirmed, um, he would be the one I would target. He's just my favorite one. I think offensively, like I mentioned, the enemy. There's some good defensive guys Sala. out there. Robert Sala has been one that's been talked about for a while. I've heard that with Lions. Yeah, um, that just seems like such a Lions speculation, thing. but it does seem like he would be uh, good as The Lions Titans coach. offensive coordinator, don't mind blanking on uh, Arthur name. Smith. Arthur Smith. There's some guys out there, and we'll see what happens. I know the Texans have already interviewed people. Some other teams have interviewed some people. So plenty to figure out in that category. Just wanted to bring that up because that's kind of the first section of the offseason is getting these new coaches in and um, getting them ready for the draft season, which we will talk about um, once we get later on into this uh, podcast because that is something we are very excited about. Okay, yeah. next up. Um, let's go to the actual uh, wild card weekend. We saw Super Wild Card Weekend last weekend. Some good games. Uh, probably the biggest upset was the Rams moving on to the next round, taking out my NFC Super Bowl pick, the Seahawks. Um, so let's talk about these games. Um, you Brady, really picked the Seahawks over the Packers? No, no, I picked. The, well, this was, he's talking about his. I picked. The I, picked I picked. Oh, yeah, oh. Yeah. Okay. Now I would have. Now I said actually in our picks video that I was rolling with the Packers to win in the NFC. Okay. But um. Good. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about the games and Brandon. I know you brought up a story, so let's start with that Washington football team against the Buccaneers yep. because there was quite the story that Brandon is about oh, yeah. to explain. Former XFL quarterback Taylor Heineke started his first NFL football game, and to be honest, he performed well. I mean, oh, it wasn't bad. more than well. I mean, yeah, he, he watching him good was, a, I was jealous having Trubisky as my quarterback. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, I this guy. I think <laughs> that, you know, former XFL, quarter, <clears throat> former XFL quarterback, um, I think he performed. He performed well. At one point, he was fourth, third or fourth string, and he was promoted from the practice squad. Well, I don't think I think he was their COVID quarterback because I don't think he was really. Well, no, he was he was practice squad. Yeah, he was pra- he was yeah. practice squad, and then they cut. The <coughs> excuse me. Um, and, yeah, um, they cut um, Dwayne Haskins, and then that kind of freed up a spot, and then Alex Smith, I think, what tweaked his knee or his ankle or something. Yeah. Something was like not, as, not the same injury, though. Calf. calf, yeah. So then, Not the baby cow. No. Then he was uh, given the opportunity to start, and he did well. Uh, just reading off the stats, he went 26 for 44. Not terrible. Um, not bad for your first NFL start. Almost, especially in, a, in the in the playoffs against Tom Brady, too. It, well, yeah. against, that Buc- <laughs> against that Bucks defense. Yeah, they've, they've been worse down the stretch, but they still are good defense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 306 yards, one touchdown, one pick. But in the rushing game, he led his team with six carries for 46 yards, and he also had a touchdown. Yeah, I, and that rushing touchdown was insane. Did you yeah. see that? Yeah, I saw it. Really cool. I don't know. I, do, with this game, well, and just also looking at the receiving stats, like it looks like their offense was actually functional this yeah. game. Yeah. Like with Alex Smith, you didn't see that. Like well, I you saw it in some games, especially yeah. when the run game was going good with Antonio Gibson. Well, yeah, but this this game, the, the run game wasn't as know. good, and... Heineke had to step up, and yeah. I mean, it's quite a feat that he pulled off. Obviously, they didn't win the game, but they were cl- close with a team that many people uh, think is really good, the Buccaneers. A lot of people are picking them to go to Super Bowl and win that puppy. I'm not <laughs> part of that group, um, but it was a very val- valiant effort, and I know if you're a Washington football fan right now, you're like, oh, I don't care about a valiant effort. I want to win. Well, first of all, you were in the NFC East, so I don't think you're <laughs> expecting to win. And um, second of all, I can't blame you because, you know, you want your team to win. Yeah, exactly. But with this game, do you think that uh, Taylor Heineke did en- did enough to potentially start next season if Alex Smith mm-hmm. doesn't start or they don't draft a quarterback? I don't think start next season. Maybe stay on the roster for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, well, the thing is they have the 19th pick since they made the playoffs. Yeah. Now. So they don't have much of an LA way to get a quarterback unless they want to get somebody. Unless someone falls. like Yeah, yeah. I don't think someone will fall, but unless someone falls or they want to reach in the first round or somehow wait till the second round to get someone they really trust in. Um, but it's a good question, Brandon. I don't know what they're going to do at the quarterback position. Maybe bring in a free agent. I think that would be a number one choice, especially with that defense, how well they played this year. Cam Newton's been associated with them a lot. I don't think they'd want Cam Newton to be no. really honest. He threw, he threw six touchdowns like the whole yeah. season. And that was no. mostly at the beginning of the season, too. Um, 
But yeah, maybe bring in some free agent. Matthew Stafford's a guy that I've been throwing around with a bunch of teams. I think I'm not 100% sure, but I feel like they have cap space to sign someone big. Oh, we talked about Carson Wentz earlier. So I think with this team, it might be weird to say because they went 7-9 and nine this year, but I feel like with this defense, they are kind of in win-now mode. Uh, they just need a few more weapons on offense. I think Antonio Gibson's going to be good in the run game. And they just need some guys uh, to, to help out Terry McLaurin. Uh, at the wide like Cam Sims position. or Javon Sims. There, there's two of Javon them. Wims. Oh, Sorry. Javon Wims. Yes, no. the Bears. We don't. We don't want him. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Washington can have him. Yeah. Uh, so really? I, I honestly think this Washington team is close. They just need that quarterback. Uh, that's really a free agent, not a bridge quarterback. Oh, a kind of a bridge quarterback, but also a good quarterback as well. Uh, like I said, Matthew Stafford, Carson Wentz. Those free agents can be thrown into the mix. I think that would be the best move for them. Uh, moving forward, and same thing with the 49ers, by the way. Yeah, I agree 100%. I mean, you know, those two teams that you mentioned, Washington and San Francisco, I mean, yeah, the records weren't great this year, you know, losing seasons, but you still, you know, you feel like, you know, maybe they are closer than their record indicates, or maybe with, you know, uh, some stability at the quarterback position, they could open up their offense more, you know, get more production, more consistency. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be shocked, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if um, Washington was back in the playoffs, and honestly, I think San Francisco could bounce back too, so uh, good points you had there. Well, I appreciate that. Um, Brandon, I also know you want to talk about another divisional round game. You want to talk about the Steelers and the Browns and that kind of rivalry that, that came up uh, That was a wild card 17. game. Wild card weekend. I was, about, I said, I said divisional game. Yeah. Yeah. I was reading that sheet. That's why. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, Brandon, I know you wanted to talk about that. So, um, I, and I'll chime in as well because I think it's pretty hilarious. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> uh, I feel like this rivalry for, first, well, they've been rivals for years, dating back to, like, when the organizations were, like, Started with like the days of Minjo Green, Lynn Swan, all those all those guys. But now the rivalry's kind of been ignited, especially with the Vontez Perfect incident. Even though he's gone, even though he's gone, but like a couple of years ago, and then now it's kind of been brought back with uh, Juju Smith doing his uh, TikTok (laughs) dancing on the logo and stuff. Um, Also, uh, and I quote: "The Browns is the Browns." Yeah. And, And when Baker said it, he did not sound like Baker. No. (laughs) <laughs> did you hear it though did you see uh, that i might have i didn't I really pay it. attention to the dialect yeah, yeah. No, but <laughs> he sounded like not himself but anyways yeah but um he's happy i don't know I, you can definitely tell that uh the whole smack talking with juju definitely fueled uh fueled the fire a little bit for this game well, why uh, would it not yeah, I mean, yeah. I, i'd want to hit juju <laughs> i'm just gonna be yeah. honest he'd run me over but i want to try <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, they want a nice guy. They wanna... uh, yeah, absolutely. He's a good guy. I think he has fun in the field. But when you are out there like doing all those dances, throwing out uh, shade at people, you I mean, you have to expect if you lose to take the criticism. Exactly, Ryan. You're putting a target on your back. You're giving people an extra reason to go out and try to hit you harder, an extra reason to go out and win the game. And sometimes if you win, it's great. But if you lose, you're going to get... Memed. Flamed for it. You're going to get memed for it. And that's exactly what's happening right now. I do feel for Juju because he's not a bad kid, even though he's older than me, but I, I still say <laughs> kid. Um, but, you know, at the same time, I don't do the TikTok dances on people's logos and yeah. don't talk the talk if you can't back it up. Exactly. Yeah. There were plenty of other games on this weekend. We're not going to get into all of them last weekend, I should say. Yeah. We saw the Ravens and Lamar Jackson um, get his first playoff win of his career. We saw um, the Rams upset the Seahawks. We saw a couple other games as well. A fun wild card weekend. It really was super. It lived up to the expectations. By the way, I just wanted to chime in. Uh, Tyler said the Rams upset the Seahawks. I picked that to happen. So I just like to uh, shake my hand. Okay. Wow. You can't you can't see it, but we did shake hands. So. All right. And actually, we have a video going on right now too. So, so we'll, yeah. we'll be able to watch <laughs> we'll it back anyways. That. Yeah. Um, but so, no. next topic, Tyler. Well, it goes along with it because we also saw the Saints um, beat the Bears. And let's quickly talk about that Nickelodeon broadcast. Oh, Lord. Um, Because as funny as it was to watch, it actually actually was all right. Like, I felt like... It served its purpose, you know, get, you know, a new audience. Besides Cordero Patterson. Yeah, well, that was that was the first. I wasn't. I didn't watch much of the game on that broadcast, but I did like flip back and forth. You watching bit. it then? Oh yeah. Well, I I don't remember which one yeah, it was on, but yeah, it's the I same feed. No matter. I, I wonder how they kind of you know 
handled that situation. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> you like, probably just ignored it. I mean, they probably would have would have had to. But yeah, I thought it was interesting. We'll see if they do more things like that in the future. Try and get you know a new audience, you know, the younger generation, you know, uh, into football, kind of offer a new perspective. You know, I I, I mean I, I you know some some people are very critical of it. Some people think it's the greatest thing ever. I mean. I mean, I, I personally don't mind it. I don't think it could hurt. I thought it was interesting. I thought it was, you know, there was as some As long as it's things. still on regular TV, I don't see a problem. Yeah, you know, That's yeah. Like, you I can mean, choose between CBS and Nickelodeon if you don't want to watch it on Nickelodeon. Heck, do it on Cartoon Network. Watch it yeah, on Nickelodeon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's channel? Yeah. <laughs> although, although maybe with, you know, Cordero's language, it should have been on Adult Swim or something. That's true. <laughs> Nick and uh, Knight? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that a thing? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, still, it's still a thing. Let's get into the real nitty-gritty. Hold on, I wanted to talk about that for just... Yes. Uh, one last second. I thought... No, we're not uh, done yet. Got oh, an important okay, well, Are we done? I just wanted to say, <laughs> say what I had to say about it. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool, and I wasn't watching it live because my Bears were playing in the game, and there was no way I was going to watch the Nickelodeon broadcast of my, my Bears in the playoff game. Uh, but looking on Instagram and all social media and stuff, you see all these funny graphics. Some of them are so dumb that they're just funny. And, so bad it's good. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I thought that was really cool. And I know Nate Burleson was announcing. I don't remember the other two announcers' names, so I'm sorry. It was Iron Eagle's son, right? It did look. It sounded. It yeah, was? it might. Have, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I, um, didn't, I think it was Noah Eagle. Yeah. Yeah. Because like yeah. I never realized it was. His yeah, because my dad was telling me that he was like right out of college at Syracuse, good, and he was already yeah. broadcasting that game. So that was a really cool opportunity hmm. for him. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And uh, just a shout out to him as well, because I was going to talk about what he was doing during the game. Uh, he was explaining things really well to the younger viewers. Uh, this explaining first downs this is called the flag. He was. He was, well, he was talking about the challenge. Yeah. The challenge. Yeah. 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 Thumbs up to us, but it's good it for the audience. Yeah, so it's, watching. it's good for kids to get into football. I mean, right now, the NFL is exploding. It's the biggest sport in all of America, and I don't even think it's close. Uh, you, I mean, rivaling up against, like, basketball and hockey, which, by the way, starting today, yeah. um, if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, our Blackhawks are playing, so that should be exciting. I guess the defending champs. Probably uh, going to. Yeah. But it's going not like on? the NFL needs more uh, people to go out and like promote it, but it, they're doing it, and it's going to work. So um, I think it's pretty cool. And as I said, the graphics, pretty funny. Uh, it's just a different different side of football that if you're not too excited about a game, it brings an extra element to it. So it was... I, I agree with the decision. Thing. It was interesting. Yeah. We'll yeah. just leave it at that. Another <laughs> exactly. Another extra element to this game was oh, the yes. NVP, not yes. the MVP. Yes. This the one was called yes. the Nickelodeon Valuable Player. So <laughs> I don't know what's so funny, but that's what it was called. And you know who won it? Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. So the voters were able to go out there. And um, the voters yeah. are children; they don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, and they could pick whoever they wanted to, and they went with Mitch. And you know what? Yeah. If I was to go do it, I would have messed That's around why and we picked need Mitch as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I, I said the announcers were were telling them good stuff, but they obviously didn't tell them enough because, <laughs> first of all, why are you picking the MVP for the team that lost? <laughs> Hey, don't question um, the kids. And it, I mean, it's not like the, one of <laughs> the Saints players came in second. There's definitely some adults that went out there right? and voted for Mitch, too. I didn't yeah. know it was a thing, or else I would have voted. Yeah, I, I almost did. Because Mitch came in first, and then uh, it was a Bears player who was in second. I, I forgot who it was. Jordan with 8%, I think. And then Cam Jordan was in third place with 8%. Yeah. So the team that won by 10 points, or it was 12 points, I think, uh, they, they did not have someone come in the top two of the MVP voting. But you know what? Now... We have Mitchell Trubisky as the MVP, right? We have Deshaun Watson, who's won a national championship at Clemson. And we have Patrick Mahomes, who won the Super Bowl last year. So, I mean, this is a great class. And it's really, if you look on Wikipedia, I think it's still there. Uh, it's been added to Mitchell Trubisky's uh, record, I, I guess you could say, or his, his resume, uh, that he is now an MVP in the first one ever. So, I think that's something that's going to live with uh, Trubisky throughout his career. And honestly, it's it's a true honor, right? It's it really is extraordinary. Honor. I mean, and that trophy was magnificent. In my too. personal opinion, it's better than they should um, give him an actual trophy. It's better than <laughs> winning the Heisman. It's better than winning the national championship. It's better than winning the Super Bowl, the NFC or AFC championship. Everything. This is the greatest sound in all of the sports. You're going to ask me. Obviously, I'm joking. Let's get to the divisional round. Um, of the NFL, because those games have not happened yet. We have four games going on, as we usually do in the divisional round. 
So it's not as super as it always is, but it's still going to be um, fun. We got four of what should be close games, and that's the uh, Rams at the Packers, the Ravens at the Bills, the Browns at the Chiefs, and the Buccaneers at the Saints. Obviously some storylines in that. Brady against Breeze. Um, the Ravens playing the Bills, you know, that's probably, you know, who's going to go on and uh, who's going to be that better, younger quarterback from that draft class. We're seeing two quarterbacks from that same era of that draft class. Um, the Rams having to go play up in the cold. And then can the Browns upset the Chiefs? I mean, those are kind of the four storylines to look at. It's going to be exciting to sit down and watch some more football on Saturday and Sunday. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the playoffs. And See what advances to the NFC and AFC championship games. Yeah, and I don't think we'll go in as much detail because we have a video yes. uh, that's coming out on the day this podcast came out about our picks for the game. So if you want to go check that out and learn more in depth on what we think about each game, you should definitely go check that out. But uh, as we mentioned at the beginning, all these teams have, have earned the right to be here. <clears throat> um, you know, despite setbacks for many of these teams, they've they've got it together and they have a shot to go win it in the end. So... They're still alive and kicking, and no matter if you're the Rams playing the Packers, there's still a shot you could win. Uh, and the playoffs are all about will. It's all about how much you want to win uh, and how, how physical you are. And sometimes even a team like the Packers, the Saints, the Chiefs, maybe or the Bills, they can show up and play a bad game against a team that's just out physicaling them, and they lose the game, and that's it, even if their season is that good. So anything could happen in the playoffs. Uh, with that being said, I don't think any of those teams that I – I said or talked about out loud, we'll lose, um, but it's definitely possible. So, and mm-hmm. awkward moment of silence there for <laughs> no. a second. Of course, I, I got distracted, but um, let's move on to the next uh, part here. Um, and let's talk about the national championship game because that happened on the 11th. And I mean, what most people, if not everyone, really expected. Maybe Alabama won the game, but what we didn't expect was, I think that's what Ryan said, they blew them out. And honestly, in that third quarter, in that fourth quarter of the game, I was talking to the Members of the table, Brandon, you weren't there, but we were watching it together. Sorry about that. Yeah. And I was like, why did I expect anything else? This team was just so good all year long. We so expected dominant. something else because of the way they played against Clemson, right? Yeah. But, yeah I mean. but the thing is, even after that Clemson game uh, for Ohio State, that was their best game they played all year. And they played their, their hardest. They really played very physical. Justin Fields had his best game possibly of his career. And they would have to play nothing short of that against Alabama if they wanted a chance to win the game. They were fighting for a bit early. They were down, and then it was kind of close for a bit, even though Alabama still had the lead. And then they kind of pulled away. Well, they didn't just pull away. They ripped away at the end, Alabama did. But Ohio State had to play a flawless game going into that. Their defense could not hold up, and their offense could not hold up against a Alabama defense that has been ripped all year for not being as good as the offense. But they really stepped up in this game. And uh, just something to mention, by the way, this end score of this game was the exact end score of the game of Alabama against Texas A&M. Interesting. Um, so that's just an interesting fact to mention. Yeah. Now, I'm not one of the guys that said A&M should be in the playoffs. Someone in the AP poll after the national championship put A&M at two. After, <laughs> well, if you think about it, though, like it's just A&M and Ohio State, they both have losses to Alabama. Look at everything else. At first, I thought it was crazy. Too, no, but, but, it might but not Ohio be State beat Clemson. That's, that's true. But Texas A&M beat you know North Carolina and Florida and things like that. So I, I I'm not saying I agree with it, but it's just it's not as crazy as I once thought. So someone on the AP ballot did have A&M at two. Yeah, I think Ohio After State definitely deserves to be there. They just didn't yeah. show up to play and play their best game, which was necessary if they wanted to win. Yeah, so I, I think the way they played in the semifinal proves that they should have been in the playoff. But you know, just. That Bama team was on another level. They've got draft prospects left and right, so it's kind of... Just like last year. Yeah, kind of surprising and not surprising at the same time, depending on how you think about it. But, but what I want to pose is, who wins in a game? 2019 LSU versus 2020 Alabama. On that's a, a tough site. one. Because that's been the popular question. Yeah, that is a, a very popular question. Um, I'm going to take 2019 LSU same. for one reason, and that's because I think their defense is a little bit better than Alabama's defense right now. I feel like that game would just be an absolute shootout, however. Um, and that would be re- a really fun game to watch. It's tough, and especially because I didn't really think about it before this question. Uh, but I, and it's just, I still don't even know the answer. Because now I'm thinking that with the way Alabama was, was scheming their offenses this year, they'd find out a way to beat that LSU defense, and they'd play really well. Shout out to Steve Sarkeesian, uh, offensive coordinator 
of Alabama. He's actually going to be the head coach at Texas. Uh, so it's good that he got a job somewhere. I think he did a fantastic job. So that would be a fantastic game. I'm just going to take Joe Burrow because I like Joe Burrow. Not that I don't like Mac Jones or Nick Saban, uh, but go Tigers! Yeah, you got to love Nick Saban. But, no, I, I agree. I'd take LSU, too. Be close, though. Yeah, Tyler? I'd take LSU as well. I mean, LSU's they were just so team. good. I mean, I don't want to – you know, it's kind of boring. We all pick the same thing, but they were so dominant. I mean, Alabama was this year, too, but – a lot more well-rounded. They were meant to win the championship And the thing last also year. is, if we look at the Alabama players and the LSU players from 2019 that are uh, in, in the NFL right now, the guys that were there in 2019 for LSU are stars right now. Justin Jefferson's playing good. Patrick Queen's playing good uh, with the Ravens. Uh, many other guys I'm missing as well. Clyde Edwards-Lay, i got to mention him. Joe Burrow played fantastic when he was uh, not injured at this I mean, I can't name off the whole list because, A, I don't remember it, and B, because there's just way too many for me to, to be doing that and taking up too much of your time. Uh, and then if you look at the Alabama guys, uh, there's a lot of them that haven't gone into the NFL yet, but the guys from last year that were on uh, that team, I know we're not talking about that, but, um, you know, it's just kind of that comparison of will this class be as good as uh, the LSU class that went in last year, and I think they probably will be about even. So, Offensively, maybe. Defensively, they got good players. Yeah, but there's not as many. But even like Delpit and Fulton, they haven't done much yet, and I think they've been injured too. Uh, those were, if you don't know, those were DBs for LSU last year. One is safety, one is a cornerback. Uh, they haven't done as much yet, but just wanted to mention that. Anyway, sorry if that was a bit confusing the way I was explaining it, because I was trying to formulate my thoughts as I was saying it, because I still don't know my answer. I'm gonna switch to Alabama just because everyone else picked LSU. Just Ooh. all right, well. Hey, it, they probably barely heard it. Okay? It did be that way sometimes. Now you just, now you just, and now it's been spotlighted. Yeah. Maybe they don't know. Maybe they still don't know. <laughs> if that's the case, Not I'm sorry for that last 15 seconds, and let's move on to the last topic that we're going to talk about. I had about a voice today. crack. That is what happened. Right, well, let's Brandon. talk about um, draft season coming up with the national championship being over. That officially means it's time to look forward to that 2021 NFL draft. Are they um, going to have a combine this year? I don't think so, right? Yeah, or is it going to be bubble better. style? If it's bubble style, I think it will work. Oh yeah, look at everyone. I think it will work regardless. Honestly, but yeah. Yeah, I think I think they would do a bubble style. Yeah, I think. yeah like you know, it's, an, it's important for a lot of you know. I mean, yeah, especially for players who opted out this year. It's like DK yeah. Metcalf. Of course, he didn't get drafted where he might have been wanted to go, but that combine really uppered his stock. Upper, nice cone drill. People people didn't draft him because he had a bad cone drill, even though he was like the best at everything else. Yeah, but no, just. Things like that. That was one example. Uh, John Ross, with that speed, he has the best 40 time. He wouldn't have been drafted where he was. Well, Probably well, he would have fell more. Well, yeah, but that, that, that's that, it. Yeah. That, that, that's literally it with him. He can't catch. Well, exactly, but I'm just saying <laughs> he can that run. stuff gives people opportunities. He's not even on a team anymore. John he can Ross? Run. Yeah. He's fast. Is he not? Really? No. I think this year was his, was the last year of his contract. He's okay. fast. Well, uh, no, he sat out for the rest of the year, yeah. too. He didn't play. But my point still stands that well, yeah, he gave I know, him a, but it's an just opportunity. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's just a. Describe his career as, eh. Oh, that's yeah. it. I agree, but my point is still valid, right? Yeah. yeah. No voice cracks this time, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah. yet, at the least. But it's draft season, meaning later on in these podcasts as we get on to the future, we're going to be talking about, you know, our rankings for our quarterbacks, our mock drafts, oh, talking yeah. about the combine coming up. There's so much to talk about, so we're going to be watching some I just show. wanted to introduce that idea that, that it's coming. Uh, I'm about to start watching my film. I just bought my notebook today to actually start writing some stuff. I... Went to Target and bought some stuff. So did you go out the entrance? <laughs> um, well, there's actually there's two, en- there's two entrances, actually, I figured out. Oh, today. really? So there's, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. it wasn't the typical. I took the, usually the way I exited to en- enter this time. But that's um, beyond the point of what's going weird. on here. So there's a lot to talk about, and we I will agree, talk about sucks. it once we have um, less <laughs> stuff to talk about. But right now, we still got NFL football. We talked about that last week of college football. Oh, we got college football to talk about. Yeah. We're talking about draft, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of leading in the NFL yeah. football now. It's like the segue. Yeah, and you can make an argument either way, but really, that's not what we're here to argue about. I don't think it is. That might not be the greatest podcast if that's what we're arguing about. But it would be different, at least. Yep. So um, draft season is upon us. We will talk about it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's, I think, all we got to um, say for this podcast. Unless anyone well, hold on. Let's go on to draft season a bit. Uh, I mean, there's not much to Just dig bit, into yeah. right now because 
we still have film watching to do, but just a preview uh, for the podcast and for the channel. Uh, we'll be going into analysis on probably certain players, certain positions. Uh, I know me, Tyler, and Ryan for sure will be watching film. I think Brandon will probably watch a bit. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, so um, we'll be giving our uh, expert in quotations, even though I do feel like we are experts because we know yeah. uh, a lot about football. And I, I mean, I, I had to be right about some people. That. And I was right a lot about things. Actually. Yeah, and just I was right about Herbert. We so should hard. do we should do a a full first round simulation mock draft kind of thing. Oh, that, that would, would be, be awesome. awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool. I was right about Chase Young. Really? Everyone. Everyone was. That's true. Oh yeah. And and Joe from. I I was proud of myself. I found some uh, like late people in the draft that I liked. Like Alex Highsmith was the one that I liked. Yeah, he did good. Um, I mean, there was a couple guys that I looked back on and. I thought I did a good job evaluating them. I gotta go back and look at my notebook. Yeah, I want to do that too. Yeah, that would be honestly it'd be a fun podcast. Yeah, just to look back. See where we hit and missed. Yeah, Yeah. I didn't put grades, but I had notes and stuff. Well, I like round projections. I had like I did percentages. I know you guys know this, but I'm just explaining it to Brandon and the people listening. Yes, I would do like you know if if it was Joe Burrow, like like ninety nine percent. Kind of like an overall. Well, we should try like all get on the same Same system. system. Well, it's just like have be cool. have the player where they're ranked, and then have like the analysis well, like right there. I think well, that yeah. would Brian, do you place. think our notebooks might have have something in the back that translates it for us? <laughs> you know how some notebooks have like graphs and stuff stuff in the back. Oh yeah, you find something back yeah. there. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it was a joke. It was okay. That was, was a little office. aggressive, but okay. It was kind of an office joke because Michael Scott says something like that in the office to Pamela Beasley. So why did you say that to Ryan? You know he doesn't watch The Office. Well, because he was the one who addressed the question. I don't so. even watch The Office. Well, you should I watch Friends watch is the better show. That's just if you true. haven't watched The true. Office, how yeah. can you I've watched a couple better? episodes and I don't like dry humor. Moving on. No, dry it's humor. not dry humor. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, well, moving on to the end of the podcast because that's where well, we... Uh, we still haven't talked about the draft. Uh, draft process. Oh yeah, we're gonna be talking about it for the next. Yeah, that's true. Until I was just previewing, April, so. and I was gonna go into a sidetrack oh, thing that I was gonna say. Throughout this NFL season, it's obviously not over, and college season, by the way. By the way, I I think I as well as the other three guys sitting next to me have learned a lot more about football. Uh, not just like sitting there and watching games like most fans. I paid attention to the way announcers talk, uh, like a, a way the way plays are done. Uh, formation stuff like that. It's, it's stuff that I've really picked up on, picked up on a lot more this year. I'm proud of myself for that, and I'll continue to do it more. Uh, so I feel like we're all becoming more and more of experts into our uh, careers with football into the future. I know me, Tyler, and Ryan want to do stuff around sports. Yeah, um, so it's important for us to start picking up this stuff, especially around a sport that is so complex uh, like football. But going back to the draft, um, we're we're excited to. Be watching film to be giving you guys our opinions on stuff. So if you're a draft guy or girl, uh, definitely go watch the channel and continue to listen to this podcast to get our opinions on stuff. And um, I think it's fun to get different perspectives on everything. Um, so there's not much we can go into the draft with just yet because well, we still need to watch film and there's still a long off season to go. It's not even the off season for the NFL yet. Um, but we are excited for this time to come, and there's a lot of hard work ahead of, for all of us uh, watching that film. Hard, but fun. Yes. That's right. Uh, thank you for bragging uh, about yourself and uh, <laughs> well, I, I bragging myself as well, yeah. and, and the whole table. Would you say that's podcast. true? I, I, I mean, have I, you have you all think been doing it's it too? true? Yes. But, yeah. you know, I think we've all you know improved our football Because I've right? I've seen like this year when we're watching football together, as opposed to last year. Like there's been certain plays where like oh why is the line like in the in the well, that's common natty. sense it is that. common sense but still you know, it's like, something that you know maybe you might not have picked up on last last year like, like why is the linebacker on Devonte Smith Tyler noticed it before the announcer said it I wasn't really paying attention so I didn't notice it but it's just other things we notice we notice like coverages and stuff like that and if you're a huge football fan you've played football which the three of us really have not played a, a high level football so we've never been able to learn it on that perspective. Played center for we're learning year. slowly, uh, but we're learning surely, and we're having fun in doing so. So, anyways, this is kind of going a bit off track, but, you know, it's somewhat of a shorter podcast, so I just like to talk, and I'm going to continue to talk for a little bit, just stalling time. I really have nothing to say right now, um, so if you really want to leave the podcast, you can probably do so at this point, unless you want to hear me rant. Just kidding. Stay, stay, stay. Don't click the button, uh, because Tyler wants to sign you off, and he needs to tell you about things to go check out, uh, like our YouTube channel and 
this podcast that you're listening to right now on their Instagram, and I just took his job. Yeah, um, you really did, and you know, you hit it right uh, where you needed to. You you said everything I was gonna say, and um, everything, nothing else. I mean, not I, I, let let me just do my outro. All right, all right, here we go. So as Jordan said, he bragged about us, and it's all the more reason to continue to listen to this podcast and watch our YouTube channel because. Believe it or not, we believe we know what we're talking about, and we might say some dumb stuff occasionally, but for the most part, I think we are. Me more than others. We are pretty um, football knowledge, so keep listening to this podcast. Go check out football knowledge. Just just get over it. Is that the dumb stuff you were talking about? Well, I said football knowledge. I mean, I'm not English knowledge that much, which is why I just said that. But um, go check out our YouTube channel. I'm in your English class, okay? Yeah. I'm in your math class, too. Yeah, well, thanks for sharing. <laughs> what math class are you taking? Uh, huh? What math class are you taking? Pre-calc. Yeah, yeah. This is right on. So I don't know why. Yeah, I'm in that too, by the way. Congratulations. Uh, Ryan, what math class are you taking? I'm in the two trig. <laughs> I don't know how we ended up talking about this, but hey. hey you know, we ended up talking about it because I'm sitting here. It's, <laughs> it's the end of the podcast where we go uh, crazy we with our topics. We should do a podcast where we don't talk about football. And just talk about random things. I think that'll be fun. Define random. <laughs> 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 random not talking. just the most random things, but yeah. like you hear, there's just some people's podcasts that just talk about funny things that happen in life. Or I think that would be fun to try. Uh, so shower thoughts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I want you guys uh, tonight and throughout the <laughs> whole rest of this week, when you when you guys are in the shower, write down your thoughts, and then we'll we'll take a look at the list. We'll knock off some definite ones that we cannot talk about on this family-friendly <laughs> podcast, and then we'll get to some fun things to talk about. This probably won't happen, but if they do yeah. like it, I would actually be in for it because okay. I think that would be fun. But like a real-life shower. Right? Well, we gotta do that. We gotta do Chill, that. Chill, bro. A real-life shower. Yeah. We gotta. Yeah. We, gotta <laughs> we gotta do that during the off season when we have to talk about. Oh that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, third got- time's the charm. Let's try and wrap this <laughs> podcast up here. So go check out or go I mean, give us a good rating on this podcast. You know how you think about stuff when you go into bed. Third time was the charm. We're trying to end the podcast. <laughs> well, like when you're going to bed and stuff, your 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 thoughts are sometimes running too. So oh God. Uh, I think that you know you can write down those thoughts <laughs> while you're while you're not able to go to bed at night. Um, and so how are they going to do that? There's no comment section for Spotify. There's no what? There's, There's no, no comment, comment section actually. for Spotify, Apple. Oh, no, I'm, I'm talking about you guys. Oh. Uh, I mean, you can just go hey, comment go, go on our comment, YouTube yeah. channel. Oh, yeah, true. I mean, look, I wasn't directing it at you guys oh, for, like, you write down your thoughts, but I like the idea. Do you guys I'm just want to let him talk to the microphone? And so, go. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's only 52 minutes so far, so i got to fill in some time here. But as, as I was saying, <laughs> the last seven you know, minutes have been filled. I'm, I'm open to that. Um, after your showers... Tonight, all you guys, write down your thoughts, comment them on our uh, recent video, uh, and, you know, we might just talk about them. Probably not, but we might just talk about them. And you know what? I am in a weird moment right now where I don't want to stop talking, but unfortunately, I'm going to stop talking. Just kidding. I'm so, done now. Uh, football. <laughs> yeah. Sports. Oh, yeah, that's right. That this yeah, that this is isn't really football. a saying, but fourth time's a charm, maybe. Uh, fourth down, but I, I mean, we're not converting at this point. I just ruined it. So Yeah, let's convert um, this fourth down. Oh, there's now. a penalty. We still got a chance to do it here. Right. Just we, we still got to go for it. And uh, we, we picked up the first down, so go give us a good rating. Go check out our YouTube channel. Go file. check out our Instagram. <laughs> and um, I just, yeah. We're all over the place Face on match. social media, so you'll find us. Um, Defense. A lot of the places you look. Thanks for tuning this podcast and listening. Sorry for that um, strange color. ending. But, um. Once again, thanks for listening. And with that, we will see you guys later. See ya.